Hey there, welcome to The Good Guide, your ultimate career companion. I'm Shanara Good, and I've been on quite the career roller coaster. From the trenches of entry level positions to the boardrooms as a now more seasoned professional. Believe me when I say I have been there and know that I've acquired some wisdom over the years that I cannot wait to share with you. Ever felt like you're on your career journey solo? Or maybe you're curious about conquering career plateaus, overcoming imposter syndrome, or leading with unwavering confidence. Well, I promise you are in the right place. Every week, my guests and I will share our own challenges and successes. We'll talk about everything from career development to leadership to even work-life balance. Expect a healthy dose of authenticity, and of course, our tips and tricks that will have you navigating your career with a newfound confidence. Don't miss out on the knowledge drop, y'all. Hit that like, subscribe, and follow button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Trust me, you won't want to miss an episode. Because this is the good guide, where we're not just chasing success, we're defining it. Are you ready to elevate your career game? Let's dive in. Hello. Oh my gosh. It is so exciting to finally be able to say welcome to the good guide. Hi, everyone. My name is Shanara Good, and this is the Good Guide podcast. Really, me creating this podcast has been something that I've wanted to do for a couple of years now. And to be honest, I tried before. Um, didn't hit the nail on the head. It wasn't something that I was really excited about or really had kind of longevity to it. So I took some time and I really thought about what did I want to put out into the world. If I was going to create a podcast, I wanted it to be about something that I was really passionate about. And quite honestly, I wanted it to be something that you took away um, a learning or something that you really could sit down and truly be taught about a skill set that I have or an experience that I had. And so when I really thought about it and what I got really excited about as I started to kind of round the corner on what this podcast was going to become, it was really anchored in the fact that I love working. (laughs) And I know that sounds really funny and I know that sounds really weird. And what It doesn't mean is that I'm a workaholic because I would honestly say I'm quite the opposite. I've got a great work-life balance. Um, I really prioritize my mental health, my physical health, all of the other compartments of health, but also my professional health. And I'm only able to confidently say that now because of everything that I've gone through over the last, what, 12 years to get to where I am. And much of all that I had gone through in the last 12 years of my professional career, 12 years plus, honestly, at this point, I felt like I was doing a lot of it on my own. I felt like I was making decisions that just kind of felt right in the moment, but based off of no facts, no direction, no input or support. And I don't mean that in the sense that I didn't have people cheering me on, but I didn't have anyone before me that had made these decisions and that I could really model my decision off of. And so when I sat down and I scratched my head and I said, I really, really, really want to put out a podcast because I feel like I have something to say. When I asked myself what I had to say, it was about my career. It was about 
business. It was about being a woman in the corporate world. And that's why I'm creating, or I've created now that you're listening to it, The Good Guide. And along the way, what I really want to do is not just provide you guys with insight into some of the decisions that I made and some of the reasons behind the decisions that I've made, but I also want to bring guests on and I'm not going to say that I'm the only person or that I know every single thing that there is to know about being a successful businesswoman. So along the way, I'm going to be learning as well. But what I promise you is that this podcast is going to leave you each and every time you listen with probably a funny story, um, a moment of me sharing my personal triumphs, but then also me sharing things that I've been really vulnerable and I've really struggled with along the way. So I'm just very excited to be here and I'm so thankful that you are listening in. For this first episode though, what I really wanted to do is take you guys through my own career trajectory. Now, I could be here for an entire hour (laughs) sharing with you guys how I got to where I am today. So I won't go into every tiny little detail. I want to leave a little bit of of something special for each and every episode. But I do want to kind of give you at least a little bit of a framework so you understand like where I'm coming from and why I feel as though I am an expert on the topic of career progression and why I feel that I'm qualified to hopefully help you along the way in your career, whether you're at the beginning, middle, or whether you're kind of trying to figure out what I want to do next. So, um, but to start, I currently, I'm 32, almost 33 years old. So I feel like I have a pretty healthy amount of professional experience under my belt. I've been an intern. I've worked full time now for, again, like I said, almost 13 years now. And it all really started and quite frankly, has always been something that has been on my mind, even from when I was a kid. So I can remember I had vivid memories of being probably around 13 or 14 years old. And I um, I had gone to boarding school for high school and we were all sitting in the dining room. And I think I was like standing up behind a, t- a chair or something like that. And I remember this guy that I hated. He was just the biggest you know what. Um, he He was like, what do you want to do in college? And I would say... I want to be on the corporate side of fashion. That's what I would say. I would say, I want to work in the corporate side of fashion. And he would say, oh, so you want to work in a store? And, you know, I would give him the side eye and I would let him know, no. Though, if I did want to work in the store, that would not have been a problem either. But no, that is not what I mean. I want to work on the corporate side of fashion. And to be honest, I didn't really know how to elaborate beyond that. (laughs) Because I knew that it existed, but I didn't know what it was. The only reason why that I'd really known about retail or fashion was I had a brother, an older brother, that had worked in a a retail store before. And I just had kind of like seen him come and go in that space. And it seemed pretty interesting to me. And it just was always something that was in the back of my mind. So while I didn't necessarily know the business side of fashion was called retail management, um, what I did know is that I wanted to be in business. That has never been something that kind of unknown to me. I come from a family of doctors and um, nurses and folks in real estate, um, entrepreneurs and, and, and things like that. 
But if there was always one thing in my mind that kind of like I knew that I needed to do as an adult was be a businesswoman. My mom was in business, so I got to see her on her laptop. And I think I just always kind of assumed that that would be the world in which I would go into. So I really resonated with business as a as a general guide. And so in high school, I would go up to different tables for the like the college fair. And I would say to them, I kid you not, I would go up to them and I'd say, I want to be in the business side of fashion, but it needs to be in the business school. Like, who was I? (laughs) Anyway, I was determined. That's what I was. That's for sure. But anyway, so I'll fast forward to finally getting into college. So I went to Syracuse University and Syracuse University, in fact, was was one of the schools that had a retail management program that was in the business school. So it checked all of my boxes. Oh, by the way, I wanted to go to school in New York. I have no idea why, but I did. And I hadn't visited the campus or anything like that, but I went and shipped my boxes at the end of high school to Syracuse, to the Syracuse campus, and I moved in in August and that's all she wrote. So I was in the business school there. I was studying retail management. And by the time I got to my sophomore year, I continued to know like, yep, this is the pocket that I wanted to be in. But I started to learn a little bit more about what retail management was. And and one of the things that I learned was there is store side and there's corporate. And so the first thing I tried out was store side because I was like, again, my brother had worked in the store. Maybe this was something that I really would enjoy. Let me just say candidly, the stores are not for me. I am not for the stores. And I do not mean that in the sense of like, I am too good for the stores. No, I truly, this interning in the store kicked my butt, like genuinely kicked my ass. Excuse my French. But I literally, I remember at one point I was wearing like ankle braces on my ankles because they were swollen. Like I give store team members so much credit because the amount of walking that you're doing every day, the sheer folks that you're dealing with day in and day out, whether they're entitled, whether they're rude, whether they're having a bad day, it's like there are no amount of amazing people that come into a store with kindness that will make up for the one douchebag (laughs) that ruins your day. So anyway, I spent that summer in the store and realized as much as I really respect Um, what they do, it is not where I'm going to excel. (laughs) So the very next summer, I interned um, corporately. And that is really where I found my sweet spot. I knew that's exactly the realm that I wanted to work in. I wanted to work in a cubicle. I wanted to be in, in team meetings. Like I wanted that corporate experience. So I interned corporately. And then I left my That was my junior year, and I left my junior year with a full-time offer from the company that I interned with, and that very next, um, I would say, I think I started my full-time job in August, so the August of 2013, I was working full-time in corporate retail, and all of my dreams had officially come true. No, I wish it was that easy. So over the course of the first two years that I was working, You know, I I guess I'll go ahead and tell you guys, I was working for Target. And when I say that that company has single-handedly changed the trajectory of my career, my life, 
my perspective has changed because of Target. That's still not saying enough. Um, I'd had two previous internships that I had just fallen in love with and really just fell in love with the company, not even just the job, but the company itself. And so I spent two years at Target to start. And this is where it starts to get, this is where my career roller coaster really starts to take off. So I was at Target for my first two years. And quite frankly, by year two, I had really kind of thought my crap don't stink. <laughs> like I had really thought a lot of myself. And I don't want to say that um, it was anyone's fault, but I would say that one thing that Target had always equipped me with, at least my in my opinion, was like the courage to speak my mind and to have an opinion and to feel like I, you know, could really let people know about it. And so by year two, I don't, I really don't know what led to it ultimately, but like I left and I actually don't talk about that a lot. It's not even on my resume, but I left Target for three months and very quickly came running back. And when I said when I say come running back, it was literally like, please, please take me back like a bad breakup that like I don't want to admit is over. And I had to do a little bit of groveling and honestly, a little bit, a, a lot of apologizing for just my general, again, sense of kind of attitude and like chip on my shoulder that I just kind of like walked around with day to day in those last maybe like three months that I was at Target. But um. Needless to say, they welcomed me back with open arms, and I am forever grateful for the decision to allow me to come back. For the next two years, because um, I spent a total of four years at Target, but for the next two years, I basically spent time not only making up for kind of just my past, because I, at the end of the day, I wanted my reputation to still always be respectable. And so I not only spent the next two years just kind of like making up for some of that, I also really got clear in what I wanted, who I wanted to be, how I wanted people to think of me, um, especially professionally. I knew coming back from that like flub of an experience of leaving, I knew I never wanted to put my name on a list of people that, you know, someone's had a bad experience with. So I spent those next two years really pouring all of like my hard work that I possibly could into just doing a good job, being a good leader, um, uh, being a good mentor to to other folks on my team. Like that was really important to me. So by the end of my, it was coming up on my fourth year at Target. And this time when I got the itch to leave, it had nothing to do with Target. It really didn't because I knew for a fact that if I stayed at Target for any longer, I would be there for life. Really what it boiled down to is Minneapolis, which I even still today absolutely love, Minneapolis felt like it wasn't the place for me at the time. I, I didn't necessarily feel like I was going to settle down there, meet my person there, like really kind of be who I wanted to be there. And so I ultimately decided to um, move to New York because this was also pre-remote, you know, so I couldn't work at Target and live in New York City. So I moved to New York City. I spent almost two years in New York City. And in the two, almost two years that I'd spent in New York City, let me just like run it down for you guys real quick. I started one job. 
it was pretty much a fluke of a job. Not a fluke of a job. It just wasn't clearly explained to me. So I'm not going to put that on them. I'm not going to put it on myself either. I'm just going to say we mutually didn't really, it wasn't a good fit. So I left. Went to another job, another corporate job in New York. Was fired from that job. Y'all, fired. Fired. And I say that with zero shame. Truly zero shame. Because Number one, Oprah was fired. And so I just want the, I want the record to show that amazing people can be fired as well. But no, what was important about that moment in time in my life is that I just realized that like, you know, <laughs> working the, I, I won't even spend time going into it, but just the corporate setting in New York was just so different from what I was used to having worked at a, still a big company, but a Midwest, you know, cultured company. Also a company with a lot of manpower behind it, a lot of um, processes and systematic support that smaller organizations didn't necessarily have. So I was making a lot of mistakes at the time, very admittedly so. And literally when I was at the second corporate job, the day that I was going to quit because I was just like, something isn't working. I am not myself. Again, kind of going back to me never wanting my name to to not be like a symbol of anything other than success, the day I was going to get fired, or excuse me, the day that I was going to quit, I ended up getting fired. When I tell you I walked out of that, there was like a revolving door on the building. Um, When I walked through that glass revolving door with my box, I was bawling my eyes out and not because I was sad, because I was so relieved. I was so relieved because I knew I was not doing my best work and I knew I wasn't the person that I wanted to be. So I left corporate behind altogether and I actually ended up becoming a fitness instructor. I then spent the next two years as a fitness instructor and I loved it so much. It was the first time in my life that I had made pennies. I mean, pennies. Was barely making any money. But I felt so rich. And I know that sounds cheesy, but I just felt so fulfilled. Because after, we'll call it, you know, nine months of just feeling like something was off, I was off, I finally felt like I hit this groove, this kind of like, oh, wow, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is who I am. So, um, New York at the time, I think um, my lease was up and one of the gyms that I was working with was closing and I kind of saw that as a, um, a sign that it was time for me to, to leave New York. So I left New York and I moved to LA and ooh, this is a whole other topic for a whole other episode, but well, let's just say the, the next five years of, of my life and my career, I really spent doing a lot of emotional and mental work. Um, I did eventually go back to corporate because I think ultimately, even though I loved fitness and in New York, it was very much like there was this high that I got. In LA, the fitness scene was just very different. And ultimately, like, I realized this is not what I want to do long term. I mean, y'all, I was finding reasons to make Excel files. I'm not even kidding. Like, I was... I'd go out to dinner with my girlfriends and I would let them know that I would split the check. Like I I would pay on my card and then I would send them what they owed me and I would do it via Excel. Like who does that? Who does that? 
someone who's ready to go back to work, someone who is ready to be back in a corporate setting. And so I did. Um, so I basically spent the last five. So I've, I've been in L.A. now for five years, but I spent the last four back in a corporate setting. Um, I've been at, let's see how many different companies in the last four years, probably four, uh, maybe five, one, two, three, four, four. Okay. Four, only four. If you don't count the fitness, but like only four businesses. So whether it be startup or larger organizations, um, I have been back in the corporate world now in the last four years or for the last four years. All while, like I said, really working on myself mentally, emotionally, physically. And it's just been such a beautiful journey and such a beautiful, I think, like looking back. I take so much pride in like every little bump in my road, every little triumph, every little moment of fear or self-doubt. It's just been such an amazing experience. And Circling back to to then what made me feel like it was time to start this podcast. Like I said, professionally, I just really love um, now I'm a leader of people back in the corporate space and I'd really wanted to lead a team for a very long time. And one of the things that I love the most about leading people, and, and let me tell you, it's a hard, hard job leading a group of folks early on in their career, but when I tell you I gained so much energy from watching people, like people's light bulbs go out or not go out, sorry, turn on. <laughs> um, or when I get to be vulnerable and tell someone, for example, someone who's maybe struggling at work, I was fired because I wasn't putting my best work out there. Like those moments to me, when I'm able to really kind of share a moment and kind of like be really vulnerable and share that part of myself and my experience with someone, it brings me a lot of joy because I can see them in that moment feel like, oh, wow, I'm not in this. I'm not experiencing this moment by myself. Sure, I might be the only one experiencing it right now, but I know this feeling is not unique to me. And therefore, I feel a little less lonely. Like in some of my moments of, oh, I need to change jobs or, oh, I'm not feeling like I'm getting the recognition I deserve or anything of, of that sort, I, f I wish I would have had someone. And not, I'm, not to, I'm not saying that people weren't, you know, I didn't have those people in, in telling me those stories, but I just didn't feel like it happened enough. And especially f amongst women, I think women are so often sometimes so... We don't want to look weak in the workplace that we do a detriment to the women around us and the women that come after us because we have been so strong, you know, visibly to those looking from the outside that we don't know internally what a lot of women before us have gone through. And so that is where the good guide <laughs> comes in. So to bring it back full circle. So what I'm really excited about, again, just to kind of reiterate, what I'm really excited about with this podcast is just bringing forward or bringing, I guess, to light my experiences, other folks' experiences. 
I primarily really want to talk to women in business because um, as much as I feel like we have been taking the stage and the seat at the table a lot more, especially in the last, you know, I would say like five to seven years, I still think we're underrepresented. And I still think that we need more and more platforms to share our stories, especially in the professional setting. I also think in a, in a time where entrepreneurship is such a, everyone is kind of, you know, I have my own business, you know, I consult on the side. So a time when everyone is kind of going off and doing their own thing. I also really want to make sure that I'm highlighting the folks that are still running it up in the corporate ladder and still at these larger organizations because that is still such a large part of the working world. And I love being able to talk to entrepreneurs and understand how they got to where they are and and see the success of their businesses. But I also want to make sure that I'm highlighting folks that are in a more traditional role or at a more traditional company, a large company, a mid-sized company, etc. So I just want to thank you guys so much for listening to this first episode. And I cannot wait to share more stories with you. Again, bring on guests to share their stories. But then more importantly, I'm really excited to learn with you guys along the way as well. Because even though this is my guide and my recommendations and, and my experiences, I'm still only 12 years into my career. And I want to be working for a long time because like I said, I really, really love working and I really love excelling and I really love being a professional. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Can't wait for the next one. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of The Good Guide, the podcast dedicated to guiding you through every twist and turn in your career journey. If you loved this episode, make sure to leave those five-star reviews and share this podcast with a friend, loved one, or hey, even a colleague. If you have a topic that you'd like for me to tackle, check out this week's show notes for links to where you can submit your question. It might even be featured during the Q&A segment of the next episode. But first, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a beat. Take care, y'all.